live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking. And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. Hey, people, people, people. Welcome back to Live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. We're rolling just the two of us. Uh, follow us on our social medias at Live from 715 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads. Nobody uses those anymore, hardly. No. But, uh, yeah, go follow us on there. Like and subscribe on your Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcast. You can find us. I I, I, I got you. So we're trying to hit 100 weekly listeners by the end of the year. We're up to around 60, 65. We're like Moses. We're going to try to lead you. <laughs> right into the Dead, dead Sea. sea. <laughs> I can tell you this right now, we will not part ways with the waves. You will go right into the sea. But you better catch it up quick, because otherwise I'm coming crashing down right on top We'll of throw you. you a flotation device that has many, many duct one of those, tape. One of those orange donuts that says live from the 715 on it. Pull pin. <laughs> There's no pin because it's already been pulled. From the SS Minnow. In case of emergency, break glass. Yeah. So anyway, like and subscribe. It really helps us grow a bit. Uh, like us on our social media pages and check out some of our partners. Uh, Whitetail Smokeless. I made a post yesterday while I was hunting in the woods. Nice little plug for them. And uh, they actually make great products. So, And it's a Wisconsin company. We love pushing Wisconsin companies here. And also go check out Midwest Pepperheads who... Uh, said that they were going to send us some stuff to do maybe a hot one style hot sauce uh, challenge. So they're out of Sheboygan. Uh, Whitetail Smokeless is out of Jefferson. Both Wisconsin companies. If you're a Wisconsin company and you want to get involved with the show, maybe throw us some merch for some free advertising. We'd be happy to help. Happy to promote to let other or let the listeners, you know. Well, push Wisconsin companies. Yeah. And, you know, local partnerships. That's what Let's it's all about. Let's grow this state together. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Let's put a border around Minnesota, <laughs> Illinois, and we're good okay with, yeah. uh, we're okay with Upper Michigan. Upper Michigan's because, pretty much yeah, part of Wisconsin. Because Upper Michigan doesn't really consider themselves part of Michigan anyway. No. <laughs> They're their own thing. I can remember <laughs> when that whole Flint, Michigan thing was going on. There were, like, people up in Upper Michigan going, well, thank God we don't drink that water. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we're surrounded by two great lakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but anywho, what uh, what else do I got here? Oh yeah, I, I reached out to uh, a local coffee company, so maybe we could get a official coffee of the live from the seven one five. Really? That would be pretty cool. Wow. What a. I just learned about that now. What? That you reached out to him. Well, I I reached out to Vortex Optics too, and they sent me a thing asking for our uh, <laughs> our what do you call it statistics or oh, okay. uh, podcast yeah. analytics. <laughs> I'm like, uh... <laughs> is there a way that we can like steal somebody's? <laughs> yeah, right. And just put our name over the top of it, <laughs> and then we just like put the you know get the Joe Rogan experience, yeah. but didn't wow, just wow thirteen thousand weekly listeners. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. Here, here's a couple scopes. But speaking of scopes. You guys had Hulk Hogan on? <laughs> Jesse Ventura? Morgan Freeman, I hear you got coming up? 
Uh, I got a text from somebody yesterday, uh, Jenna, that I want to scope at the old Double Vision. Really? It was their monthly drawing, and there were, I didn't even... Every time I go there, they just give me a ticket, and I just fill it out. I didn't even look what the monthly thing was, and it's a rifle scope, so I got to go down there. And Too bad you didn't uh, win a rifle. Oh, speaking of. Yeah, well, we I went mean, to the old Zako Sportsman's Banquet on Wednesday of this past week, yeah. and... You won something. Uh, your brother won something. Uh, oh, and you got a free Zako Sportsman's Club shirt for setting up the speakers for him. Yep, I got you myself your... a cock. <laughs> what? Oh, it's got the big pheasant on the back. I okay. You know, yeah. I don't think they call, do. They call male pheasants cocks. I would. They're they're within the family of the cock. Poultry. Yeah, I think poultry is the family. <laughs> If we're if we're going scientific, if you're gonna pull out scientific terms now, I believe poults. You know, back in my day, we didn't consider that a problem at all. We they were all a- just birds. Yeah, <laughs> we ate them all together. We felt sorry for good old David though, because he ended up with the crow. <laughs> Brandon Lee and the crow. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, did you know what? Do you know what uh, baby turkeys are referred to? Like uh, geese are goslings. Um, Oh, uh, chickens are chicks. Do you yeah, know what tur- baby turkeys are called. No, poults. P o u l t, like poultry. Really? Yep. A little baby turkey is called a poult. There's your trivia of the day. For I, I was looking at a hunting magazine or article or something. I was reading and they're like the amount of poults, and then in parentheses they put baby turkeys. Is decreasing across the Midwest or something like that. I forget what I was reading, but I'm like a poult, and then I had to look it up, and I'm like, sure shit, baby turkey's a poult. Did not know that. Yep. Well, that's all we got for the show. Uh, yep. I'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs> but yeah, we know we went right. to the uh, Zako Sportsman's banquet. Uh, we, we had a table under your DJ business, yes, Bean Town Entertainment. Free plug. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you set up the speakers for them because their PA system last year, well, the year I, before, I, sucked I, balls. I, I'd like them use it. Shannon's the one that set it up, so. What? But yeah, you know what I mean. I, you gave the directions to him. Yes. <laughs> put, but it was put, way better than plug, previous years. Yeah, plug in here. Yeah. <laughs> he Sound put, comes out here. He put big tape around all the cords be like, <laughs> plug this one into the. I should, have, I should have just put like a bunch of tapes around the uh, mixer sliders. Drum, bass, guitar, <laughs> hot mic, monitor. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it was a pretty good time. I had a few old fashions. Um, our buddy Ryan, who drove us, won uh, the table gun. And yes. uh, what else did he win? Uh, he won a uh, the dry shod uh, boots. Oh, yeah, yeah. A pair of hunting boots that yep. were pretty damn nice. $175 pair of boots. I never heard of I never heard of them before. No, me neither. But I mean, they look like the uh, muddy boots or the lacrosse boots or muck boots. But they are nice. Yes. And then you want a air compressor? I want a uh, small digital air compressor, which looks like a big battery bank with just a little hose thing on the end of it. Yes, it's pretty heavy too. So it's actually pretty good for if you're ever stuck. uh, If you find yourself in the uh, ghetto. And you have to pump your tire, and somebody go, yo, man, what the hell are you doing here? Well, I thought if you needed to rob somebody, you could just pull your air compressor out and knock them over the back of the head. (laughs) I was telling everybody I was was all happy I won it, because then then I get to, my girlfriend gets to come back. 
You have to blow her back up. Get it? Oh, yeah, because uh, you got a blow-up doll for a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's me explaining the jokes for you. Yep, there it is. <laughs> for all of you who don't understand it, don't go and drive and uh, try to search at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're on the uh, uh, Leo Frigo Bridge. You oh might go goodness. down into the river. I do not like crossing that bridge. I love it. The... Oh. One that really irks me, though, is if I ever, I've only had to drive it twice. Mackinac? Mackinac Island Bridge. I, ugh, my knees get shaky in the fucking truck, especially if it's windy, and you can see the bridge moving in front of you, yeah. and you're just like, God damn. I, I try and park myself behind a semi, so I can't see ahead of me. So all I see is his brake lights. So I just brake when he brakes, and I just... I fucking put the blinders on straight ahead. I don't look off. You're like into a the... horse racer, or you're like the horse and uh. Yeah, a horse and buggy. Yep. I'm like just trot across this motherfucker for the next because it takes like ten, twelve minutes yeah. to get across. It's so goddamn big and long. It's it's, so it's, said, it's a beautiful piece of architecture though. Yeah, but goddamn it, I'd rather take a ferry if it. Okay, didn't. well let me ask you this: Would you rather fly or cross it on a windy day? Here we go. Yes. Would you rather? Yes fly would you rather go on you know on an airline flying or would you rather cross the Mackinac on a windy day so if they had a, a airport in Sagda Ignis <laughs> and an airport yes. in Mackinac City and both days and both times yeah and I know how much you don't you don't like flying so well I've never been on a commercial flight I've only been in a fucking Cessna where well the that's door... what you would probably be in then too oh as well. no I'm not taking a I you know what I go option C I'll take a ferry <sighs> boom bitch because they actually do have ferries it just takes way longer right. no I'll just do but goddamn you're a goner if that thing goes down you can use the live from the 715 flotation device to save you. <laughs> well, if I was just on the ferry in the first place, I'd have the goddamn thing around my midsection ready to jump off and, you know, oh, but then survive. Of, but then out of nowhere, I put my wingies somebody's on? playing real-life battleship and pull, takes your, your uh, ferry down. <laughs> That's why I got the lifesaver and the wing floaties. <laughs> I could just about imagine you with kid floaties as you're trying to doggy paddle. All right. Option D, I'll just take a pontoon. <laughs> My own pontoon where they can So I'm like the little battleship, the submarine or whatever on the board of battleship, and they won't get me. You're going to capsize over. <laughs> you know what? How off? about I wait for calm seas? <laughs> Why don't you just go ahead and whittle a canoe and then just cross that way? I tell you what, I'm going to turn around and go through Chicago. <laughs> you are brave. Yeah. You are very brave. Well, that's only 12 hours out of my way. But yeah. Or but I wonder, well, I don't have a passport right now, so I couldn't go into Canada and go across that way. Whatever. Or you could just uh, take an amphibious vehicle across. Maybe you can go and steal one of those Dell ducks. I was just thinking about that. A duck boat from I don't know. I, Dell. You know, I tried looking for one of those for sale. Yeah. And they're, they were all, like, custom made. It's not like they make those. No. I mean, like, all of them they that re, you see they were, were all from the war. Yeah, World War II. They yeah. were all repurposed uh, military vehicles that they don't make anymore Which because I, they don't use that the shit time, for war anymore at the time and that's in the 40s that that was a hell of an invention yeah 
well, to storm the beach and get across rivers well, where they... Normandy really didn't work out as well as they were hoping. Well... I mean, we I d- we'll just say this. <laughs> Intelligence, not so smart. I tell you what, you just keep throwing bodies at it, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly... Oh, yeah. God. But no, like crossing rivers where they blew up the bridges. Yeah. That's pretty much what they were invented for. Anyway. Yeah, back to Zocko Sportsman's Zocko Sportsman's Banquet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, our buddy Ryan won the table gun, a 30-odd yeah. six. Nice one. Some boots. You want an air compressor. Uh, your brother won a, the Taurus, Taurus Judge, yeah. which is like a seven-and-a-half-inch long 410 shotgun pistol, which I could have used when I went squirrel hunting yesterday, but we'll get to that. And then our buddy Tony won the gun that he wanted when he first got there. That fucker he... was holding it like it was Ralphie and the Red Ryder BB gun. <laughs> He got an over under. He was all shotgun. like, yeah, he was all pissed because everybody was well. It, there, there was a lot. I mean, I, our, I that's thought, what he did last year too, though. And then he yeah. won that six five Creedmoor. I, I think you know our table did well. <laughs> yeah, except for me, Jeremy yeah. and Dale, <laughs> we didn't get well, shit. I mean, I mean, I got an air compressor. Yeah, but I mean, that's a hundred and fifty dollar item. It was a seventy dollar one. The tag was still on it. Oh, was it? Yeah, well, but still, it's still nice. that's nice. Yeah, you could use it. Well, it, you know. what was nice though about my brother though? Well. What was nice then, too, is like, so they had on top of it, um, they had the gun. You know, we did a gun. We put everybody's name on this, uh, on the generator wheel. Um, and then we, there was a, a mug, a coffee oh, mug. For the table, prizes, like yep. li- little prizes, there were two hat lamps. There was a Ducks work. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, the batteries were dead. <laughs> a Ducks Unlimited insulated mug, a pair of shooting earmuffs. And a knife, a knife, a knife. Yeah, a knife with a skinner on the so end. So then, uh, Jonathan won a. He won a camp chair. A camp chair, and inside, and inside of it was it, another. He got the same thing last year: a, a it, saw a and saw, a knife. A knife. So, so then, after it got away. done, he looked at you guys and he goes, "Here, Here you guys." <laughs> yeah. So you, Dale and Jeremy, all. Yeah. Got, so you guys all got a prize. Out of the kindness of your brother's heart. <laughs> I I, t- I did tell Shannon, I said, next year we want to be at that table again. So Yeah. And the knife was wobbly. I unsnapped it, and <laughs> I was jiggling it around. I'm like, I'm going to have to tighten this one up. Hey. <laughs> and the hat lamp, the little cheap hat lamp. I mean, if you think about it, uh, you know, you got uh, somewhat of a shitty meal. <laughs> yeah, it was very. You know what? If it wasn't for the chicken, it yes. all would have been shitty. The chicken was phenomenal. The tips, horrible. The tips and Shannon beef even gravy. asked me, he's like, how was your meal? And I told him about the tips, and he I totally agree. He goes, I have no fuck. And they were supposed to have stuffing. Yeah, we and, didn't have that. And they didn't have the stuffing because supposedly the bakery that gets the or that they get the day-old bread from, they didn't have any. Uh, have you heard of stovetop? That's exactly. Jesus Shannon, fucking Christ. Goes, you couldn't go to Walmart to go to and get some stovetop stuffing. And then I told him about how... <clears throat> Uh, we got the coleslaw, and we're looking around, and we're like, "Why are other tables getting corn?" Yeah, and, and then, then they, we asked too. And we're they like, said we don't have any. Yeah, and we're looking at other tables and be like, "What's that <laughs> yellow stuff over there?" <laughs> they ran out of corn. They gave it all to the deer. <laughs> or when they got their uh, orders, the head chef actually, or accidentally put a pea in front of that, and he got a whole bucket full of Hustler magazines. <laughs> Got a whole big bag of porn. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Daddy uh, like. 
but yeah, so otherwise me, Jeremy, and it, but the yeah, that meal, the the potatoes tasted like boiled potatoes that were just mashed up. Didn't no butter in it, no salt, no nothing. Like that was the only meal I had to put salt on my meal because that beef gravy that they called tips at the gathering had no flavor whatsoever. The potatoes had no flavor whatsoever, so I had to fucking salt it up. I'm like, you know, potatoes need salt when you're cooking them, right? Like, do you even salt the water? Because it doesn't taste like it. And then uh, we got, like, store-bought cookies at the end, too, for... YouTube instructional video on how to cook for a gathering. <clears throat> yeah, At holy the gathering. Jesus Christ. It was a bad meal. Yep. <laughs> I... Ours was better. It was better last year. Yeah. Well, we had stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> and corn. Put in the seasoning packet. Get this fucking stovetop. I mean, nobody's going to complain about stovetop on your... Uh, table. No, because everybody's used to stovetop. I fucking love stovetop. Stovetop's is best. I said it. You want to fight? <laughs> Make sure you get the turkey kind. But I mean, otherwise, other than that, the the banquet itself went well. No, yeah, it went, it went smoothly, and yes. uh, lots of people on guns, just not me or you. That's or right. Jeremy or Dale. Hey, there's always next year, <sighs> just like the brewer season. Duh. God. We're not getting into bad news yet. We're, we still got to talk about it now. Yeah. We're sitting around the table, and the Brewers are up again, 2 nothing. And they the first game, they were up 2 nothing and lost, what, 5-2? to two? They were up 3 nothing. 3 nothing and lost 7-3 to three or 5-3. to three. Yeah, I believe. Or I think it was, yeah. Anyway, same thing happened on night two. They were up 2-0. Up 2, nothing. two nothing, lost 5-2. to two. Yep. What the fuck? Council's done. I just think Council's going to go somewhere else, or he just not going to—he's not going to manage. He's just going to want to enjoy, spend time with his family. Yeah, you never know. Who knows how old is his fucking kids? He's got to be um, in his 60s. No, Council, Council—I don't even think is in his 50s yet. But I might be wrong. Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> Wait to th- always <laughs> overthink everything I say. Make me feel like I'm a nobody. And he hey, is 53 somebody. years old, okay? So I'm wrong. So I was closer. Yep. He was 60. <laughs> yeah, but you put him in the old man. You put him in a fucking retirement home already. <laughs> Did you hear about that with Derek Jeter? He, he wants him to stop calling it the Yankees have, like, the old-timers game. He's like, I'm pretty still, you know, fit. He's like, you want to stop calling it the old-timers? I got some color in my hair. I don't have, you know. Hurt his feelings, apparently. Reggie Jackson could still hit a grand slam 535 <laughs> feet. So, I yeah, the you. Brewers' uh, postseason lasted, what, 72 hours? <laughs> um, <laughs> after sh- after we're, our last episode, we're bad news. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago uh, the Cubs and the Bears, and then the Bears went and won Thursday. They just walloped Washington. Yeah. But they still suck. That's all right. We learn to digress. No, never. I mean, because I'm, you know, that's just how it is. Monday night is the Packers game. Yep. And I'm hoping for one of two things. I'm hoping that either they blow out Raiders or the Raiders blow out them so I can go to bed early. (laughs) I'm just saying. I hate Monday night football games. I hate Sunday night football games because, especially Sunday night, you got your weekend is over and you just like oh, I gotta go to work. If and they had it at six p.m., it would be fine. 
Yeah. But no. Oh, they have this fucking stupid idea about prime time. There's no such thing anymore. Everything's on demand. You can what live sports dominates the quote unquote prime time, which means you can air it whenever you want. People are tuning in. You don't have to have it at seven o'clock at fucking night. You could have it at five PM. Have it start you know what? Have no time frame and it just starts after the last NFL afternoon game ends. That's when you start a fifteen minute pregame show. And after them fifteen minutes, you do the introductions, the so by 6.30 for sure, it's kickoff. Yes. It still gives It still gives people time to, if they want to go to the bar, and then time to go home and pass yeah. out. I think what they should start doing is, I actually had this great idea. Oh, boy. They should have live. It's from the 715. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? American Gladiators. <laughs> Find out everything that does go wrong instead of it being taped. Did you see the uh, documentary on that? I did not. What is that on? Uh, I think it's on Prime. Yes, I'm going to be watching that then. Um, it's like a year old, but it shows how they didn't pay those guys and wow. gals shit, like I- literally less than minimum wage, and how American Gladiators then went out of business. It's a crazy documentary. I only saw a couple bits and pieces, but... Well, they did try to bring it back, but it was of no success. Yeah, they they showed that too with Hulk Hogan and what uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter. Yeah, that didn't work. No, but that documentary for the you know late eighties and nineties uh, show of the American Gladiators. Well, there were so out. many shows then too, uh, so you can <clears> just about imagine how all those shows how they were treating the host or you know if there were guests or no. But I guess they signed like contracts that made it sound like they were and they you know used their likeness everywhere for merchandise and they well were, and then they had a game on nintendo it, so yeah so their likenesses and names and everything that they were being you know they didn't get anything from any of that not a cent so wow yeah it's a great crazy documentary I i'll still the, watch it yeah uh, i should look it up actually but anyway because um, I know that on Pluto, they actually have the American Gladiators channel yet. So I watch that a lot. <laughs> the old school stuff? Oh, yeah. I watch... Um, What's your favorite event? Oh, the assault. Okay. Besides the assault. I mean, everybody's, everybody's favorite, favorite. is assault. Um, but you can't go with the final one. Uh, what was no, that? no, no, the, no. Not the challenge where they have to go through the... the eliminator or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't no, do that No, the regular event. Um, they used to have one. There was Joust. There was yeah, there was jealous. There was the one with the uh, they had to put the balls into the um, the buckets. Yeah, like the NFL. Actually, you know what? You. The one where um, they had to the uh, they had to start first, where they had the football. They had to try to get into the end zone, and then they had to try to sumo wrestle. Then the other part, just the other. Yeah. But then you had the one where they swung and try and the rope knock the gladiator off the that one was pretty pedestal. cool. That yes. one was fun. Joust was pretty good, but people just could not beat the Gladiator. No. Ever. Um, let's see. What is the documentary called? Mother Who Trump. was your okay, so Miracles and Mayhem? Oh, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Muscles oh. and Mayhem. Fuck, I don't have Netflix. Me neither. But and I then saw... I saw that 
also that uh, Netflix is now going to be raising their rates again on top of them, you know, doing the uh, getting away with the password sharing. They're going to uh, ads, which I saw Prime is going to be doing that starting next year. Well, they already do that with the freebie bullshit. Yeah. Like they put they put a shit ton of movies on there. But yeah, there's ads all over the place. Um, 30 for 30 ESPN had a that's the one I saw actually oh okay but there's an uh, there's a good one that everybody's been talking about called Muscles and Mayhem that's uh, oh yeah it just popped up yeah Muscles and Mayhem so holy shit that thing it says that it came out in 2016 but they've been I don't know how it got a resurgence lately yeah but it has, and I think I was listening to Two Bears, One Cave, and they were talking about it, and so I kind of looked up some YouTube videos, clips of it, and I was just like, holy shit, this looks good. <clears throat> Anywho, so what was your favorite event in American Gladiators besides the assault? I, I want to say it was probably that one yeah, where they ran the football, tried to get to the end zone, and then they had sumo wrestle or wrestle outside the circle Mm -hmm. Um, that one was really good but i forget the one with the rope that you had to swing into the gladiator and try and knock him off the that because me and my friends or my neighbor when we were kids in the haymow Mm -hmm. we we built a big like pyramid uh, or like stand because there was a big rope in the haymow attached to the ceiling yeah and you'd go there was a big uh, mound of straw and at the top of the mound of straw, we put like four hay bales, and then out at the bottom of the uh, thing, we put like on the floor of the second story of the haymow, or second story of the barn, which is the haymow. Like we had like a little basketball court, you know, it was all hardwood, but it's uneven. So when you try to dribble, that ball might go anywhere. But anyway, we we took four hay bales. And an old like oats bag or a flour bag, and filled it with straw, and you would have one guy swing off the uh, top of the straw mound, and we're talking ten yards away, so they would swing off the thing from there, and you would be down, no padding, nothing, just a bag full of straw, and you would try and knock him off the stand, <laughs> and me being a big kid, even though everybody was like four years older than me. They went, I did it like maybe twice. Otherwise, I was like permanent. You know, remember when you didn't have enough kids to play football and yes. one guy called permanent quarterback yes. or all quarterback? He'd be quarterback all-time for both quarterback. teams. Yep. All time quarterback, yeah. I was all time uh, gladiator for the fucking Haymow swing because nobody could knock me off, but. I would knock anyone off. <laughs> I could knock my dad off if I wanted to. Actually, I just thought about <laughs> the, the – I was just looking. I thought about all the other events that they have. I now changed my mind. It is um, where they would actually – the wall climb. Oh, yeah. And, and then, the, cause the reason why I liked it is because so – like could it, kick the, the other person yeah. off. So the contestant would have a soul – like uh, so totally much of a head start, they, they had so much of a head start, and then the gladiators would start climbing the line. Yeah, they the got like a five wall. second head start, or yeah. they had something before that to determine how many seconds they got. Yeah, it was based on points. Yeah, and uh, the 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 one thing I loved about it is that the uh, gladiators, when they would know 
when they would go and try to take the uh, contestant down then, they would like literally like hold them by their leg and just pull on him, uh, <laughs> watching them just like fall. I wonder if there's a Wisconsin uh, smelling salts company. If you're a Wisconsin company and you sell smelling salts, let us know. It really wakes us up during the show. <laughs> Next thing you know, something comes in the Ooh. mail and it's in a white powdered form. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shit. Uh, Anthrax. Flour. Yeah. Hey, I can bake. Uh, but I totally forgot about the climb. Yeah. But now that you mention it, I remember playing the uh, Nintendo game. Yes. That was like one of the hardest events to it win. It was because you had to like continuously push your buttons and you had to yeah, it was like B B B A A A B B B and all while pressing up. And then all of a sudden the timer would go off and a fucking gecko in a gladiator suit would come up underneath you and just be like, Yep, you're gone. I remember it had like <clears throat> it had a weird like the the eight bit sound. It was like I'm gonna see if I can find it fast. I mean I ah Jesus. Anyway, Brewers ripped out our hearts. Yes. Um, we're hoping the Packers don't do the same. But they play Monday night, and so we're just focusing on the games. There was an early game today in London, Jacksonville again against Buffalo. And uh, Buffalo's actually come back, and it's 25-20 with two minutes left in the fourth. But uh, my fantasy football team isn't doing so hot. No. I keep coming up a little short. Uh, Joe Burrow sucks ass. Uh, so I can, I don't know whether to put him in a lineup ever, and all my other guys are injured, so every week I've got to make a choice based on who gives a shit about that dollar. No, you be quiet and just keep talking. About what? God damn it. This is a two-person show. You're busy looking up Nintendo song things for- Hey, you don't say that. I did say that. 8-bit is bullshit. How about that? Oh. Sega- all the way. 16-bit, motherfucker. Well, I know when Sega came out, that was like the shit. Sega. It takes you fucking half hour to look something up. Well, no. It won't play well, yeah. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Back to the, back to the show at hand. Yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the other thing I was... I was <laughs> it's not... I don't know if I was going to put it as bad news story or not. I decided not to, but... During that Bears and, uh, or it was the day after the Bears and Commanders game. Yep. There was a story that I saw. There's a Native American group that that says the Commanders need to change their name back to the Redskins because it's uh, defamation of Native American tribes. How fucking crazy and upside down is in this fucking world when everybody i i was talking to uh my buddy ben at wayne's the other day and he was talking about sort of the same thing how it's like you can't make anybody happy because they're it doesn't matter they can get their way and then they'll scream that they got their way uh i told him i'm like people growing up these days or in the last 20 years they have no rights of passage anymore because everybody got a trophy when you know everybody our age has kids um there's no obstacles in their life like they never grew up poor so they i think there's a thing where human beings need some sort of struggle they need some sort of rite of passage or an obstacle to overcome 
type thing, and nobody has that, so they're looking for conflict wherever they can find it because they've never had to fucking fight for anything in their life. Whereas in we we str- well in just even, to live even before I mean, us it was strive to thrive. Yeah, but I mean, okay, they don't they barely do tackle football anymore, right? Yeah, they certainly don't let the eighth graders go up against the varsity. Do you want to know what <clears throat> sports now these days are turned about? Sports now these days are more about how you look on the field than your play. Well, that basketball started that shit. Well, I yeah, but I mean, it's make sure you got all the flashy shoes. You've got oh, the who gives a shit. yeah, but our I, our age but, was who gives right. a shit. Get me on the field so I can kill somebody. I mean, yeah, we were the same way, but our parents would have been like, no. But parents now these days, too, are probably like, okay, every parent, not every parent, but I think that there are a lot of parents that think that their child is going to be somebody special. Well, that, and they want to give them what they never had. But in doing that, you've raised a fucking generation of punk-ass bitches. Um, But with the economy going like it is, maybe that, I I always said that there's there's a famous, I don't know if it was Socrates or... Uh, some sort of philosopher who said that hard times create hard men, hard men create good times, good times create soft men, soft men create hard times, and the fucking circle continues. <coughs> I think we're in a circle right now where soft men have created hard times because I don't know about your paycheck, but it sure doesn't keep up with my fucking bills. Right. No, and inflation with everything it is right now. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. I mean, I was looking at, like, the other day, I usually buy a bunch of meat, like a whole or a half a cow with my parents, right? (coughs) And I'll go to, like, Sam's Club and buy, like, a case of whatever, chicken thighs or... It's literally 250% more this year than it was last year for fucking chicken. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. So there's a uh, a lady that does a uh, show. She um, shows exactly how sanctions are affecting Russia. It's not. Oh, that's all it, nonsense. It's it rich is. people trying to make more fucking money because they've got to have a bigger yacht yes. than the other guy. That's exactly what it is. So I love how everybody was all like, well, it's affecting with the whole war that's going on. It's affecting Russia because they're pulling sanctions. And this lady was... Uh, lady! <laughs> lady! <laughs> uh, she goes to these um, these grocery stores, and uh, she'll like uh, do a video, and then about a month or two later, she'll go back to the store, and there's no change. And it has... But there was no change even before all this was happening. Yeah. You can fudge numbers to make anything look like what you want your narrative to be. Right. I mean, no, it's this fucking corporate mentality of never ending growth. Yes. It's like, what happens when you have, when you have the market cornered and there's no fucking more money to make because you have it all. Now, what are you going to do? Dip shit. How big's your fucking yacht got to be? I don't know. How, how is, ask Basil, how is the deficit? so high everybody's uh income is so low in comparison to inflation yet all these corporations are making record profits every year how is it possible i'll tell you it's fucking greed and they need to die 
I think we need to we need to start a movement. We need to hang some people in the streets. So. <laughs> what I think we need to do. This is just my theory and my, my in this front is my of Wall Street, this is, we need to put this is my up, insight. Like. This is what I want to see. I want to see us all on the streets like we are ready to be the lynch mob. But what we do is we have Mick Jagger and we bring back David Bowie and we uh, bring back David and, a hologram David Bowie. Yes, and then they're singing mob lynching in the streets instead of dancing in the streets, and they're doing their dance around and around as they are the leaders to take us. To- <laughs> doing the fucking chicken walk. Yeah, right. Did you ever see that video where oh, where with they those- took out the the <laughs> and music they're like, and they're like, yeah, yeah. That is, they, you uh, can go on YouTube and yes. watch and watch David Bowie and Mick Jagger dancing in the streets without the music. The other good one too because was because they had to do they, they had, did the one with Journey, but then they too. had to record the music video, you know, without and they took the music out of it. So they're just like doing all these weird dance moves <laughs> on a street that's like obviously Calling a closed closed set. It's fucking hilarious. Ready for her the other thing is, I love things that take out. You know, like taking out the music to make yeah. something funny. Or taking out something to show you that something's fucking horrible. My favorite is for people who think the Big Bang Theory is a funny show. I'm like... Oh, you uh, did that... Uh, go... How, how would the sound... How would it be without the laugh or the, uh, the laugh track? I'm like, go on YouTube and watch an episode of the Big Bang Theory without the laugh track and... I'll record you and see if you even fucking smile. It's horrible. And people are brainwashed and hypnotized by a laugh track to think something's good. What did that? The other one was on that Netflix show, The Ranch. It was fucking horrible, but there was a laugh track. And everybody thought it was good. We, dude, we can make, let's make a million dollars right now. We can have this recorded as a show on Netflix all we have to do is put in an, a fucking laugh track. Hang on a sec. I think I can get this for you too. <laughs> I'm getting this. You you just <laughs> you just gave me an idea. <laughs> this we, is what I do. I'm an idea man. <laughs> we could just say something fucking stupid and yeah. I'll just throw the laugh track in. <laughs> More like Alan and Ginter. <laughs> and a bunch of fucking dumb bullshit. We, we could use that for bad news. <laughs> yeah. Man. Man yeah. was killed. Yeah. Man executes wife and family. <laughs> Fucking stupid laugh track in the back. We'll make millions of dollars off of stupid people. I agree. Don't be a sheep is what I'm saying. Ah, you want to be the leader, not the sheep. No, I want you to be the black sheep who goes, fuck you. <laughs> don't go with the flow. Be the... <laughs> don't be the be voice the... of reason. No, don't be... Here's what you do. Get yourself a salmon costume and run the opposite way in a marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Upset, upset somebody because they're doing. Be that huge twelve-point buck that walks right to the barrel of the gun, (laughs) sniffs it, sticks your tongue out. Um, Are you actually doing something, or should we move on? No, I'm. I'm actually doing this right now. God damn it, Hollow. Save it for next week. We'll talk about it again. Because I, I wanted to talk to you about your uh, DJ things the last couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, I was busy. This, yeah. Especially this past weekend. How, you had two weddings in two days. Two weddings. And I'll tell you this right now. 
But so, is that wrapping up wedding season for you? I got one more. Uh, one more next weekend, uh, next Saturday. At the Casino. Which one? Oneida or? Uh, Menominee in okay. Kishina. <laughs> Shannon and all them will be there. <laughs> Shannon's uh, cousin. Uh, so it's a, it's another local wedding. Uh, so that this one, yeah, this one will cap off. Finish off my 2023 uh, wedding, and uh, then it's all bar gigs. But, yeah, Friday, uh, that that place that it was at, holy shit, that place was just immaculate. It was so awesome. I love the way. So they have bands there. Yeah. And they have this big, huge stage where I played on. The only thing was is so they have the array speakers all the way up. They have lights all over. They have bass subs. I thought, why couldn't I just plug into that shit? Yeah. You know? Um, but, it's yeah, it's right on the river. It's actually right down by um, uh, down by uh, Skyline. It's actually oh, down. Stone Arch. Or... Yeah, it's, it's right down there. Uh, yeah. So the place was awesome. Wedding was awesome. Had a great time. Everybody was a blast. What uh, was the name of the place again? Uh, the Poplar. The Poplar Hall. Okay. Um, and it's it's right. There's a hotel right next to it. it, it this is all newly developed down on the Fox River. It's actually, okay. uh, it, it it's a modernized. It, it the, what they're doing there. It looks all modernized. Like you know, like you can see when you're uh, crossing the bridge. Memorial Bridge. Yeah. It and it's right down by Lawrence University. Oh, okay. So it's further that way. Yeah. But I mean, it it's uh, it, it very elegant, very nice. Uh. I guess that they have actually every now and then they actually have some good bands there, which I personally I'm I'm gonna check and see what they have like sometime because it's so cool the way that they have it. It's got a uh, it's it's a two story uh, hall and it's really cool the way that they have uh, so they have a big huge fireplace with a, a couch lounge area mm-hmm. on the bottom and then up above uh, on the second floor it's another one and it's got two bars one on the first floor one on the second floor. Uh, it, it sounds like a playhouse. It, it is, and then then like you can walk out the back. It's, Where's the pinball machine? Right, uh, and it's got a garage, like a uh, kind of like a one of those bar garages that they uh, so in the summer, and then you can just look right out on the Fox River and you look at this two million dollar house that's up on the hill. <laughs> and then we burned it to the ground. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was awesome. And then uh, last night. Uh, which would have been Saturday, I uh, had a uh, wedding at the County Park. So, yeah, it was... Uh, oh, i seen there was another wedding at the Lumberyard. Yeah. My God. I know, weddings all over. And you know what, though? <laughs> so, Is there a reason everybody chooses, like, October as... It, it fall. It, it, it? Because it works out a lot better because the weather is a lot more peaceful. It, it, well, when guys have to wear fucking tuxedos. And I remember my sister got uh, married when I was, like, in high school. Yeah, and it was in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tuxedo hot. in July. Yes. You go fuck yourself. Well, like I did, if I had to figure out probably the best time. Well, now they say if it rains on your wedding day, it's good luck. Usually, back then it was considered bad luck. Now it's who's making these rules? I don't know. Probably the divorce. <laughs> you know rate. what? They the divorce say... rate is probably what controls that. I guess. <laughs> you know what? We did a we did a survey of who got married. And what divorced then if it rained on their wedding day or not. And these are the results. <laughs> yeah. Were you married when it was sunny? Yes. All right. <laughs> Did you get divorced? Well, then sun is bad. 
I see that you guys are still together. How was the weather when you... It was downpouring. Nice. I like to hear yeah, that. let me put that down. So more or less what you're saying is that the day was already dreary, so it might as well continue on with this madness. Yeah. Looks like uh, 51% of marriages uh, stayed together when it was raining versus sunny, so obviously... <laughs> 51% edging out. It's got to be Do you sometimes wonder gotta how Got to be better luck, right? Do you sometimes wonder how sometimes or how people can still make a go of it? You know, being first. So I mean, obviously the older generations a lot different because it was the way they were raised, but I mean, you look at some and be like how are those people still married? They enjoy each other's company and they don't fucking nag on each other. And they don't put themselves first in this selfish fucking generation. Yeah, I, I guess, you know. I... They're actually willing to be a team instead of fucking two individuals? Let's be a team! Well, that's the truth, that people who actually well, stay yeah. together. The, I think the best, what I always love seeing is this, is I love seeing people who have, uh, they just started a, in a relationship, and they always call it the honeymoon stage. Are you looking at me? <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, I, I just love it where, where like, anybody... It's like the honeymoon stage. It's like um, they they totally forget about everything else. Like they, sorry, no, I, I got this going on. No, I don't have time to do this anymore. And then it goes sour in like three months. <laughs> and then after that, <laughs> hey, you guys want to? You guys want to do something? Oh, I see. You guys must have had your uh, falling out. What the honeymoon? <laughs> the honeymoon stage is over now. Because then you start getting the honeymoon stage, and then they always call it the relationship gut. Okay. When when you're starting to be comfortable with each other, like you'll fart in front of them, you'll <laughs> you'll Dutch oven them, you know, uh, you'll tell your wife or your <clears throat> husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend that the food sucks. Uh, um, I don't know. I was raised a gentleman, so I don't do any of those things <laughs> in front of. My friends. You have to be well in front of your friends. But I, I don't done. fart in front of my friends hardly at all. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, I've done that a few times. Only if I like if my gut really fucking hurts, and it's like you were Robert here, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> you guys smell something? What? <laughs> Let me turn the fan on behind me. <laughs> Those are always the best ones. The SBDs. Silent I don't know. Maybe I was just. Raised a gentleman. Oh, yeah? Who did that? Was that your parents? Yeah. Well. It came at the end of a belt and a wooden spoon, but. <laughs> <laughs> gentleman nonetheless. <laughs> they called me a gentleman and a scholar. I salute you. When I say gentleman, I've been, I meant the hand of God or fear of God was put, instilled in me at a very young age. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, then uh, the other thing coming up with DJN and for everyone is uh, Halloween. Yes. And you've got, yeah, what are we going to okay, do that so, weekend? Okay, so, all right, for... so uh, there was a, a situation on hand. A situation. Uh, a situation. So what ended up happening was is a couple, about a month and a half ago, uh, die at the uh, lumberyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking to me, and she uh, came with her schedule, her calendar planner mm -hmm. and was like okay so uh what are what are we um uh what are we uh I, I'm, I'm finished i'm finishing up the rest of the year uh we just have to figure out um all of uh the gigs that we're going to be doing yet until the end of the year i'm like yeah it's fine 
Mm-hmm. So then anyway, what ended up happening was is uh, she's like, okay, so Saturday, October 28th, she's like, Halloween party. I'm like, die. We won't be able to. I says, you have some already planned. She's like, what? I go, yeah, you have some planned already. I'm like, I saw on Facebook that there's a band. They already posted that they're going to be playing here on Saturday, October 28th. <laughs> she's like, no. What? Are, are you shitting me? She's like, oh, okay. I, I, she's like, I'm canceling them and I'm going to move them. She's like, no. She's like, you're the one who DJs here. We have the DJ night. Uh, she's like, I, I can't. I, I, I want you to DJ. So I'm like, die, it's fine. I, I have no problem that you want to have them. It's not going to make me mad. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so she's like, we're playing on this. That's how it's going to go. <laughs> Monday came this past Monday and Di texted me, and she says, I am so sorry, but I have to let KJ play on Halloween. I messed up, and they were not happy that I wanted to cancel the band because they already posted it. I really apologize. I'm like, I'm not mad. No worries. Like, why? So anyway, in the process of that happening, then I get Noel from Good Vibes saying, hey, are you uh, uh, available on Saturday, uh, October 28th? I says, Kind of weird that you ask. Yes, I am. <laughs> so now I uh, have my Halloween party that I have to play for at uh, Wayne's on Friday night, and then Halloween party at Vibes on Saturday night. She uh, she messaged me about those lights. Oh, about the oh the, uh, those the red and blues. Yes, I'm like, yeah. Jake gave them to me because he was getting rid of them, and uh, she sort of hinted like she wanted them back. And oh, I'm really? Like, Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> they're mine. I got touched What would you use him for anyway? I don't know. She probably has something for her hockey mom thing that they could use him for. Because, you know, when the – they probably got some event or something when it's like, hey, does anybody have one of those flashing lights when a goal goes off? And she was probably thinking she still had those and found out she didn't. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks a lot better without them in the bar anyway. No, I'm saying she wanted it for something else. Right. Oh, okay. Like a hockey event or mm-hmm. something. Well, those things are cheap. You can buy them. Yeah, but she probably... Was. I wasn't giving them up, though. <laughs> oh, no. I wasn't <laughs> No, I agree. I wouldn't have either. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> Speaking of on cue, one of my favorite stores in Shadow back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh so then Halloween parties, you got two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it or not, but I I don't know if you saw my uh, Beantown yeah, Facebook yeah, page, yeah. all the events. So yeah. I just looked at October and didn't give a shit about the rest. Right. I don't. And then October. Oh, th- there was like the night before Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving yeah. Eve or whatever they fucking call it. October 22nd, I believe, or the 21st, that Saturday. What's that? Uh, that's the uh, Celebrate Bondable Bloody Mary Crawl. Oh, yeah. So My I'll be idea. doing that. I will be uh, partaking and drinking bloodies and uh, forgetting the richness of history behind the massacre of the Halloween man. What? Have another bloody buddy. Ah, um, uh, that's because it's the Bloody Mary Crawl. I, what? Jerking off, eating Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a guy who it's needs my favorite pastime. <laughs> <laughs> Jerking off, eating Cheetos, and playing 16 bit Sega Genesis. <laughs> oh, by the way, though, we are uh, we are going to be getting a uh, Christmas tree this year, live from the 715 yeah. tree. So we'll decorate that with. Yeah, what are you thinking? How 
I was thinking about decoration ideas. Why don't you email us at at livefrom715 at gmail.com. Get involved with the show. Tell us how we should decorate our Christmas tree at the Village Park. Next thing you know, it's like put a bunch of condoms on it. and Hey, I'll tell you what. We'll do whatever you say. So if you want us to put Hustler Magazine, we'll just have to put like black tape over the... (laughs) They'll get stolen by kids. (laughs) Hey. I mean, we'll do, do anything think? that won't get us uh, yes. uh, arrested or a fine. So, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Let so us know exactly. Message us on social media or email things us. Things that we should put on the tree. Email us live from 715 at gmail.com, and we will take everything into consideration for decorating the tree. And then we'll even mention you when we uh, decorate it and they turn on the lights and all that jazz let's do it scavenger hunt let's hide a bunch of beers throughout the park that they have to find oh it'll be cold out and they'll be frozen they can throw each other and they'll be like bricks there'll be a bunch of 16 year olds out there there'll be so many concussions (laughs) (laughs) we'll be having the high schoolers that listen to this show out there (laughs) they're all huddled around the line from the 715 like it's some type of homage (laughs) a little our little dinky ass tree. Is there a way that we can get, uh, like, for a, uh, like a star? Can we get our uh, logo and then it can be lit up, like a neon sign? Yeah, <laughs> I ain't doing that. It'll get wrecked. But we could do. Yeah, we could figure something out. Right. I'll see. What color lights were you thinking? Because I'm gonna go get the lights. So. Oh, like uh, blue and purple. Blue and purple. Some LED blue and purples. Well, blue for sure because, you know, Pabst and Bondwell Bears. And what about red, white, and blue? Pabst. I mean, okay. Or just blue and red. How about, well, see, purple is sort of like the ultraviolet black lights and all of our like t-shirts and everything are black and white. Yeah. I wonder if they had black, black lights. I don't know how that would work in the dark, but... <laughs> That's actually a really good question. Black light or black string lights. I don't think it exists. But anyway, some variation of like blue, purple, red. Black light Xmas lights. They make them. Well, get those in blue ones. On Amazon. I'll be damned. Anyway, going back to Halloween, goddammit. When you're DJing, what's your favorite thing about DJing a Halloween party? Besides um, the pay, besides pay, I actually like to. <laughs> I like watching the girls who are already sluts dress like sluts. Like it's okay. It's like <laughs> they we just already take kn- out their regular. Yeah, Saturday exactly. Dress. It's like this isn't a Halloween and put costume. Put a nurse hat on. I will have to say, I am actually intrigued by like some who actually go all out on it. Like uh, I remember back then when I first started, uh, there were a, there was a guy who um, Michael who used to be a quick trip, he would literally go out. He would, like, literally spend months and months. Like, he would plan already a year in advance. for. And when he did, like, his Captain Jack Sparrow or even his Star Mm -hmm. Trek uh, Spock. Yeah. He He did Captain Jack Sparrow pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. And the thing was is... (laughs) He grew his hair out and his nails and he started... Yeah, because he grew his hair to have those weird beads in his hair. And, oh, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, right? he worked out his fucking uh, accent for it and everything. It was pretty impressive. But I think that uh, one of the girls that I know, she one year 
uh, she did a hell of a job. She was as Amy Winehouse. Oh yeah, and I she, remember that. She uh she Lissy did it and well, she, she already kinda looked like her and yes. well, she really looked like the uh flow from That was Mandy. Mandy's the one that did uh oh, flow. Was that the same year? Yes. Oh, I thought they were different years and it was Lissy both times. Yep. No, Lissy did uh Amy Winehouse and then Mandy did uh Flow for huh. Progressive. Whatever. I was drunk that year. <laughs> okay, then what's the worst? Worst thing about Halloween? Yeah. Um, about the ho- DJing the Halloween parties. I mean, it's always drunk people doing something. Oh, okay. Something. So, yeah. I think the one that really irritates me the most is... Uh, so, like, I have no say in how the judging goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just the one that relays the message at the end. And the ones who feel like they are... like you, we Yeah, were they blame about, you. Like, like we were talking about entitlement. Yeah. <clears throat> they feel like they should have got it. And uh-huh. I, I tell these people, I, I, I am just the one who is reading off the winners. I have no say in this. I said, I did not pick the judges. This is not on me. So why are you coming to me about it? Mm-hmm. And then they'll get pissed off. It's like, this is Halloween. Okay. Could you imagine us as kids going? I mean, I remember us as kids. We had just, there's a Halloween picture that I have of when I was a kid. That I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to be a Ghostbuster, all right. And mm-hmm. all it was was um, my parents got me a Ghostbuster like uh, poncho. It had the Ghostbuster <laughs> symbol on the front. I will Not find even the picture a shirt where they could draw like the <laughs> right. emblem on it. They just got you a poncho and, that looked like the uniform. And in for my uh, what was that called? The gun on the back. Uh, do you remember what that was called? Oh, at the uh, photon gun. Yes. What it was is my dad literally took a cardboard box, okay? Yep. And then took the hose from a um, from a vacuum cleaner and <laughs> put that in there. Okay. That was my Halloween outfit, and I was ecstatic. Okay. And. That's how it was back then. It was you were all excited because you were going to go to all these places and get candy. You were excited that you didn't have to play with a stick that day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and like now you look at it, some people just they yeah, their kids got PS fives and virtual reality goggles, and they don't even go out trick or treating. Yes. Fuck them. But well, I mean, I guess reality is going to slap them right in the fucking face. I guess. Soon. I guess I want to ask you what is one thing that you like and one thing you dislike about Halloween parties because you you know you dressed up and you go out all you went all out uh, on a lot. If as I well. want to, I either I either you're make like a, your Viking one. You did. Yeah, I'm going to do that again this year just because I don't have any money to think up anything else. And I kept. Are my, you uh, starting? I see you're starting to grow her back a little bit. Yeah, it's it's not going to be as long as it was the last time, but. I'm growing out the beard and doing the mohawk. Do you have uh, all of the? Uh, yeah, the, I still uh, have all the costume all that yet, stuff. The costume stuff. So that's why it's not going to cost me anything, right? I, <clears throat> I don't know what else I'd be. Maybe a. Oh yeah, I was like a riverboat gambler one year with my three-piece suit and cowboy hat and ace up my sleeve and a derringer. Okay. Um, I haven't done that in a long time. Um, but anyway. I either go all out to make a realistic costume or I make a mockery of the whole thing. <laughs> that is true. And I wear an orange t-shirt that says generic Halloween costume. You know what? <laughs> I would say obviously with your size it's a lot di- it would be a lot difficult to do, but I mean, 
let's say if you were an uh, energetic person, you know, like you are, you know, you whatever, but you you also are, um, uh, you get, you have anxiety around groups of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, if you were a talkative person and you decided to get a mask and just wear the mask and not say one thing all night <laughs> and then like drink something than you usually drink. And then these people are just going to be like the whole time eyeing you up like, who in the fuck is that? You could do that. Well, Carrie does that. Uh, one of the guys that we know, he did yeah. that. He did that one year, and everybody <clears throat> was staring at him and trying to figure out who the hell he was. And he doesn't get into the contest. He just goes to the bar and wears a mask, right? Yeah. And finally, the costume contest got done, and he lifted up his mask, and everybody's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, they, they were surprised that it was him. They didn't think it was him. He doesn't talk a lot at the bar anyway. No, he's a quiet person. Yeah. But unless he's complaining about uh, Curdy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see also the uh, pink ribbons up at the uh, Lions oh, yeah, Park the, uh, for uh, aware- uh, yep. Cancer Awareness Month? Yeah, I think everybody's pretty aware of the breasts. I think it's time we had some blue ribbons for the balls. <laughs> <laughs> blue ribbons. <laughs> blue ribbons a, for the balls. there's no testicular cancer awareness month that i know of it certainly isn't celebrated but yeah they should have blue ribbons for it <laughs> ladies i think you need to start uh showing some well, more see, appreciation everybody, to every, the balls. everybody cares about breasts men and women so everybody's on board <laughs> fucking whatever we got to do to save these tits <laughs> Save the balls. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about guys' balls. So. Live them live from the seven one five says save the balls. <laughs> I think January should be blue balls month where we celebrate testicular cancer awareness. <laughs> Write that down right now. <laughs> I don't have a oh, I do have a pen. Write that down right January now. January is okay. <laughs> <clears throat> save the balls. <laughs> We gotta save our nuts. Oh, hey, here's a picture. <laughs> Here it is. I was telling you about my Halloween costume. <laughs> oh my god, it literally is like what? A, it looks like a trash bag, poncho, just with the Ghostbuster symbol. Not even like the uniform of a Ghostbuster. <clears throat> but yeah, you look pretty happy. And is that who's in a leopard printed? Jonathan. That's Jonathan, and then there's Jill with a halo. Oh, boy, that's a stretch. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I did find it, though. All right. All right, Save Our Nuts in January is now Blue Balls Month. If any ladies want to help save the nuts, (laughs) we will be more than happy to... uh, Testicular cancer awareness. Yeah. I think that that should be a thing because there's really nothing in January. Everybody's all cold and depressed. Yeah. Just like our ball sack. Exactly. Blue Balls Month, January. Brought to you by Live from the 715. All right. We wrote that one down. Oh, yeah. What's and, the. And, uh, and we'll drink Blue Moon all month long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should have a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, my Blue God. Moon sponsors. That's a fucking great idea. Or if anybody wants to, you can be considered the sponsor. If you yeah. want to give us some, uh, you know, some beers or some smoke, yeah, or some gummies or some smelling salts. <laughs> uh, back to Halloween or donate. So my money, yeah. So favorite thing about the Halloween parties, 
I'm over the slutty girl outfits because I'm just like, I'd rather go to a strip club if I'm going to buy drinks and look at scantily clad ladies. Scantily uh, laced. But, you know, now that I got a girlfriend, I don't really give a shit anymore about other people. <laughs> like, I just, I just don't. I'm like, there's a, I was making a sign-in run this past week. Okay. And... I ran into, uh, I'll just say somebody at the lodge, and they were all, like, putting their arm on me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck off me. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this because I'm in a relationship for the first time in my life. <laughs> but I was, just, uh, like, before, though, I'd be like, yeah, maybe grab her ass or something. and Nothing? No, there was, there was no, like, I was like, get the fuck away from me, you weirdo. Now, do you also think, and I think this also has something to do with it as well. Like, well, like, people consciously, always say, I wasn't, yeah. like. Well, because people say when they're in a relationship or, you know, also another thing is, is if a woman sees a man with a wedding ring, he's, you know, he's set. And that that, that is what drives women because they mm-hmm. are, they're, uh, I guess, they want what they want the forbidden fruit, right? Kind of like uh, exactly what you're saying. They want something they can't have. But I think it also, and I, I thought always thought about this. Would it also be because when you are single, you show you you try to show too much attention to a girl or whatever, or you try to, but then when you are in a relationship with somebody, and let's say like you said you were at the bar, and then this person is it because you weren't given the same attention that you did before prior i don't think i really gave attention to anybody prior people always sort of gravitated to me so i didn't have to worry about but when they'd come up i'd be like hey what's up you know and yeah if they were being flirtatious i would definitely lean into it so well you always do your thing where you were going <coughs> for the hug and you do that well so, girl yeah, yeah i don't do that uh... yeah what is wow Turned into a new man, new man, new leaf, new year. Well, I'll do it to the older gals, right? Because they deserve it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By that you mean you're talking about girls that are two years older than you, probably, right? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like Peggy so, and all that bar owners and bartenders that are nearing retirement age, right? <laughs> Until they go and they grab. Like you if by they the... want a hug, I'll give them a big old roll. And then they grab you by the ball sack and say, Jan- <laughs> I'll be like, it's not January. No, I was just going to say, it's not January. <laughs> <laughs> These fun bags are off limits to you. <laughs> Till then. Don't forget to get yourself tested in January, too, as well. Just That's walk- the other thing. Women have, like, scans and shit for uh, yeah. their breasts and mammograms. It's like, you go to the doctor for testicular cancer, they're like, I don't know, feel around a bit. <laughs> That's the test for testicular okay, cancer. Okay, well, I- roll your uh, roll your dice a co- around a couple times in your hand and see if it feels all right. Okay, Does so it? the yeah? first time, right. you- <laughs> let me ask you this: as a child, how did it feel the first time you ever had your physical? Oh, uh, completely like vulnerable and scared, and like, what the fuck is going on? Did you have a girl or a guy doctor? Guy. I had a girl. Oh. Turn your head and cough with a gal doctor. I was Ugh. in sixth grade. I would have shriveled up like a tortoise in a shell. Well, you're just starting to find out that, well, I mean, obviously you're not just starting to find out, but you know what boners are and you get them. Oh, yeah. Eighth and- grade was like king of trapper keeper season. <laughs> right? 
kind of weird that he's uh, holding his trapper keeper uh, to the front. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to remove that trapper keeper so I can do the hernia test. <laughs> the Velcro sticks to your denim jeans. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, be- what were you just asking me before that? Halloween. Uh, oh. The best and worst. Oh, so best, I don't know. Sometimes if they have cool drinks, I'll try one. But usually for Halloween, they do stupid shit, and I'm like, no, thanks. Um, The worst thing is, well, I'll tell you what. The worst thing is always the drunks who use it as an excuse to get hammered and, like, incoherent, and they're the ones hanging on your shoulder fucking talking for five minutes about absolutely Absolutely nothing nothing, interesting and repeating the same thing over and over again. But the funniest thing is seeing then those guys who are on your shoulder talking, trying hit on women towards bar clothes. That is the best. Trying to see a guy in like a fucking, you know, Game of Thrones outfit (laughs) drunkenly hit on a girl in a fucking nurse's outfit is one of the funniest things you could ever see in your life. I mean, it's... It's you. You only get that once a year, bud. Okay, so now I, uh, I, I want to say this. The one thing I think I love the most while DJing is you get to see the surroundings. You get to see everything that happens, right? Um, and the people. The, the two. There's two things that I love the most. One is watching somebody go from being sober to completely a drunken idiot. Yeah. Watching that unfold throughout the night. Like, you're busy, and you're like, damn, an hour and a half ago, I was having an intelligent conversation with right. that guy. <laughs> and the other one is, is this is seriously true, because I've seen this many times. So there's girls that I know that were, at, at some point, they were in a relationship. They ended up being signaled. The word got out like it was the Shano evening leader. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everybody is there buying the girl shots. To get her hammered Mm -hmm. for the guy to take her home. Yep. I could never do that. Neither could I. I You really have to go to the point of a girl that is completely incoherent, that she can't even control her own emotions or... And believe me, that was offered to me multiple times, but I I could never do that. I could never take a blatantly drunk, slurring-her-words girl home to bed no i could not do it how could you wake up in the next morning feeling good about yourself yeah like seriously (laughs) i i was just like i just can't it was literally thrown in my face one time and i was just like i i can't do it (laughs) sorry i'm sorry i have have uh, this thing called empathy well i got this thing called uh fucking morals and uh valor not valor uh chivalry is not dead yeah. i didn't i will not i will not have you distracting me with your sex potions i'll tell you what chivalry wasn't dead because i got her a cab home instead so but most guys oh yeah most guys would have been like all right even though you just said this in front of everyone i'm gonna go in the bathroom and you're gonna blow me or i'm gonna take <laughs> Wait, you home and- what are you talking about <laughs> Oh, a certain bald-headed friend of ours. You said right away, I'm going to take you to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, shit, I know who he's talking about. (laughs) Oh, you dirty son of a bitch, you. I can't believe that you would actually have said that. I mean, if he didn't want it said, he shouldn't have fucking done it. (laughs) 
fucking hate that. I fucking hate it. Yes. <laughs> People are probably like driving by going, oh, that is uh, bad, bad news. Oh, it is, isn't it? Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I certainly hope I went into this segue where you have a bad news story. I do. Because I do not. Oh, really? <laughs> you literally do not have one. No, I looked in my notes and I looked on my phone because usually I save the uh, news story yep. in my you know tabs on uh, Safari. And I couldn't find any, so I'll look again. But well, this one I don't know if you want to say it was bad, or I mean it's bad news. But I don't know if it's bad news for either uh, Disney, uh, the Disney parks, or this lady. But this one uh, is going all the way back to uh, the Orlando Resort at Disney. Okay. A woman is suing Disney parks and resorts, claiming she sustained serious injuries from a painful wedgie after riding a giant water slide. <laughs> Emma McGinnis said she traveled to Orlando Resort in October 2019 to celebrate her 30th birthday with family. While visiting Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, McGinnis... <laughs> 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 While visiting Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, McGinnis, her mother, and her young daughter decided to ride the Humunga Kawabunga water slide. <laughs> As she neared the end of the 214-foot slide, the lawsuit claims her body lifted up and she became airborne before slamming back down. The slide caused her clothing to be painfully forced between her legs and for the water to be violently forced <laughs> inside her. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Please join in January for our Blue Bowls Club, and we'll give you an honorary set to put on your vehicle. <laughs> she experienced immediate and severe pain internally, and as she stood up, blood began rushing <laughs> from between her legs. Oh, boy. It's called your period. Split that hymen. McGinnis who was wearing a one-piece swimsuit at the time, sustained several lacerations and damage to her internal organs, and according to the plaint, the ambulance transported her to a nearby hospital following the alleged incident. She was eventually moved to another hospital so specialists could treat her gynecological... Gynecological? No, it's not gynecological. It's gynecologic injuries, the lawsuit claims. Disney's website describes the humunga kawabunga as three side-by-side enclosed body slides that ra- riders race down in a dark 60-degree angle. McGinnis complaint accuses the amusement park of negligence, claiming that her injuries could have been prevented if Disney offered her and other riders protection swimwear and clear warnings about the slides in- inherent in her inherent dangers. <laughs> Christ, I'm having problems. Disney does not warn women of their increased... I wish I had the laptop yeah, in front of me. Right. I would have hit the laugh track when you kept fucking up. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Disney does not warn women of their increased risk of injury while using the slide, and Miss McGinnis was not warned that she was at an increased risk of because of her gender. What if she identifies differently? The woman and her husband... <laughs> what are they going to do? Right. Like, put up a giant sign that says, if you have a pussy... You might get fucking water shot right up it. Take care. <laughs> like, what? Or are they going to start selling, like, uh, vagina shields? Well, like, that water too, deflecting. but could you imagine, like... Slip down the bikini? 
Have you lost your virginity? Are you, you know, Do you want to go on a water slide? <laughs> we can solve both your problems in one trip. You're going to make, <laughs> you'll feel like you're Jenna Jameson when you come back down. Uh, so the woman and her Fake husband tits? are seeking oh. over 50,000 in damages. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, and so I have one more yet. Then. I have some genuine bad news, some breaking news. Uh, Israel just declared war on Hamas. Oh, they did now. Yeah, after some terror attacks yep, yesterday. And we're going to end up being in it. <sighs> whatever, so, whatever gets us out of the Ukraine. <laughs> no, we're going to have two fucking wars going on at the oh, same yeah, time. and inflation's going to go skyrocket some more, and we're all going to be poor. All right, tell you what. Don't forget, on January, it's not only support your balls <laughs> month, Blue balls month, but also make sure that you continuously, on the jukebox, when you go to the bar, continuously play REM, It's the End of the World as We Know It. <laughs> Well, and I an feel empty, fine. It's going to be an empty bar in 10 minutes. Oh, come on, man. That's a great song. Yeah, but twice in a row, you can go fuck yourself. All right. Let alone Whatever. 10 times in a row. All right. This one comes to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> I pushed the wrong button. All right. All right. There it is. All right. A 26-year-old Wisconsin woman and a 30-year-old Missouri man will spend the next few years behind bars after being sentenced for bank fraud. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Wisconsin, Mara Luzwiasa, A. Prado, and Jimmy Walker were sentenced to 14 months in prison. Dynamite! Dynamite! Jimmy Walker. <laughs> Followed by three years of supervised release after both alleged or both pled guilty to bank fraud. Court records show that Prado, a Wisconsin resident, was working for a private mail sorting business in Brookfield when she stole the contained or a mail that contained a check in the amount of six hundred thousand dollars. Nobody gets a check for that much. Right. The check had been written by a Wisconsin corporation that was made payable to another Wisconsin corporation for business related services. However, it was never reached to the intended recipient. Instead, Prado sent the stolen check by FedEx to Walker, a Missouri resident, who had previously set up a sham bank account under the name of a Wisconsin business. Okay. Walker opened the account at a bank branch in Olivet, Missouri, and then drove... Halifax. 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 And then drove to a different branch on the same bank in a nearby Baldwin... Missouri, where he deposited the stolen check. Fortunately, the bank officials flagged the transaction, prevented any funds from being unlawfully withdrawn from Prado or Walker. In sensing both defendants, Judge William Griesbach, hey, we've heard of that guy before. Oh, yeah. I think, wasn't he in charge of um, well, he ran for, show business? No, but there was a Griesbach who ran for like some office around here not too long uh, ago. And I went to school with a Griesbach. Yeah, so did I. I went to... A, that's why I was kind of wondering. Decided um, that the significant dollar value at issue, the potential economic loss to the business and the bank and the defendant planning of the scheme, the breach trust in the stealing mail for Prado's former employee. The judge also said that both defendants lacked a criminal record. The offense warranted significant punishment and a strong message to anyone else thinking about committing bank fraud. Blah, blah, blah. I can't believe that. Like, seriously, you're going to be like, I'm going to make an example out of you. Whatever. Fuck right. Him. Fuck him. Did you know, through uh, reaching out to all these like Wisconsin businesses and whatnot, I've also been reaching out to celebrities to try and read this fucking novel that we picked up from the dollar store? Yeah. 
I remember we had last week, we had Jesse the Body <clears throat> Ventura. Yeah, he came live in, but, you know, celebrities have busy schedules, so I've... Well, now that the writer's strike is over. Yeah, but, so I sent them the uh, transcript of this novel. Oh, really? Did he send something the, uh, to you? The scoundrel in her bed. And really? guess who responded? Who? Morgan Freeman. Awesome! All right! He might have had a cold, because it yeah. doesn't quite sound like him, but... Uh, right. So here's a little... Morgan Freeman... Reading from The Scoundrel in Her Bed by Lorraine Heath. Better to be done with her, to forget he'd ever found her. Even better to take her to her brother and claim the 500 quid. The irony of that path wasn't lost on him. They'd sent him to prison because he'd wanted her. Now, they'd pay him a reward because he no longer wanted her and would return to her in the place she belonged. Along, although he wasn't quite certain she did belong there any longer, and the thought of her returning to him didn't sit well. He missed her, damn it all to hell. She'd been his first, but not his last. He'd had other women since her, but none of them had managed to work their way into his heart or his soul. The coupling was always perfunctionary, just as an act, skin-touching, hips, thrusting, until his release came. Always unsatisfactory and disappointing. Only with her had he ever caught a glimpse of something as closely resembled as heaven. Oh, <laughs> I am so sexually turned on right now. <laughs> I tell you what, Morgan Freeman has quite the voice. Oh, my God. Impossible to imitate. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just so sexually aroused after that. I feel like I want to take a girl to Culver's and buy her one of those... Uh, those... A family-sized box of curds. <laughs> I want to get her the curd burger and a, a custard. A frozen custard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thanks to Morgan Freeman yeah. for helping us out on wow. that. Wow. Uh, well, uh, I'll reach out to some more, uh, maybe some friends. Some if any of you feel like you just was uh, motiv, if you were, it, it was a motivational uh, speech right there that Morgan just gave. <laughs> please let us know. The thrusting of hips really got me there. Oh, the release! I think it was <laughs> yeah. to realize that His the release. release. It was just a release. It wasn't. It wasn't, um, it wasn't consensual. True, true love. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're uh, opening up our last pack, and whoever gets the best one here is going to open up that last pack here. Sounds good. We got the Allen and Ginter cards. Uh, we've been opening up for the past couple shows. So I'll start here with a good old Paul Canerco. A not Dante Bichette, but his Beau Bichette, his lineage, Beau Bichette, Beau Bichette with the regular, the Rays. Uh, we got a Dale Murphy, old school Atlanta Braves. We've got pitching a gem, pitching a gem, Allen and Ginter Shohei Atani. Nice, and it's got the Allen and Ginter Allen on the back. Ginter bats. Yes. That one is being. We're definitely putting that one in plastic. I told Big Daddy. I showed him finally the video of the SGC, uh, uh, baseball card grading. Yeah, uh, any kind company. of company card company, and it's only nine dollars a card versus twenty bucks a card from PSA, PSA or 
I forget the other one's name. Uh, we got our mini from the Los Angeles Dodgers, Trey Turner. Okay. And the last card we got is a Josh Donaldson of the Yankees. Which was with the Brewers. Yeah. All right, that's that, Shohei. Uh, Shohei Atani card's pretty nice. All right, so here we go. I've got a Milwaukee Brewers, Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, the Rockies, Charlie Blackman. I've got one that's faced the weird way. Why is that? I've got a, oh, this one actually is considered a good one. This is a, a, a Seattle Mariners rookie card, George Kirby. Not bad. All right. Next one is a Allen and Ginter 2022 National Chocolate Day. <laughs> Thank I, God we got that one. I've got an Inside the Park. It is a... Zion National Park. I just want to give you a fun little fact about that. I've been there. Have you? Yep. President Woodrow Wilson signed a bill in 1919 making Zion, including Zion Canyon, Utah's first national park, the red, uh, red, pink, and orange hues that pop from its sandstone cliffs make the hikers and photographers paradise unlike any other destination. It is pretty cool. All right. And the last one that I have is another rookie card. I'm seeing it. this is Jack Sawinski. Mm-hmm. So, but um, did you know that uh, Allen and Ginter they make so they only made like I think a hundred of them or maybe two hundred. There's actually so when you open the pack, you might think you have a full deck of cards, but inside it actually is a book, and inside it's two jerseys, uh, the patches, and it's signed. Well, I'm going to find out if it's this pack right That'd here. That'd be awesome if it was. Because with that Shohei, I'm going to open up the very last pack. Yep. And I believe I'm still down by one. So if I get an amazing card. I really like these Allen and Ginter ones. Yeah, though. they're pretty cool. I know they're expensive, though. No, they weren't that bad at all. Well, for a blaster box, if you wanted a hobby box, oh, if you it's like a hobby 108 box. bucks. Yeah. All right, we have a chef, I think. Or no, he's uh, he's one of those New York uh, barbers, Davy Cuts. I don't know, fuck that. Guarantee his real name isn't Davy Cuts. <laughs> I want to see his fucking passport. Show me, bruh. We got Xander Bogarts. We've got Tim Anderson of the White Sox. Another pitching a gem, Randy Johnson. A Ooh. sapphire, the other one for... Uh, Shohei. Shohei was a ruby, red ruby. This is a blue sapphire in the back. And the Allen and Ginter backing. Awesome. For the mini card, did we have this one before? Joe Carter? Yes. No, I had the regular card. Oh, no, it was a regular, yeah. But the mini with the... Damn it, we didn't get no mosaics. No. And lastly, DJ Muggs. Great. Let's a little read a little something about DJ Muggs. DJ Muggs produced seven studio albums with the hip hop group Cypress Hill mm-hmm. from '91 to 2004, with four of them reaching platinum status. The Queensborn DJ, blah 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 blah. I don't give a fuck. He was behind Jump. <laughs> <laughs> He was also behind uh, House of Pain's Jump Around. Yes. So, D 
DJ Max. <coughs> but two pitching of gems is nice ones. Yeah. All right. Uh, for the first time ever, we're having a duplicate stand-up comedian of the week. We've done this one before, but he's the fucking goat as far as I'm concerned. Doug Stanhope is our comedian of the week, and the reason I wanted him back on is because he made a movie called uh, The Road Dog, and that's sort of a thing that stand-up comedians, uh, it's a term that they use. Oh, fuck, I'm going through puberty. Every show, Every show. your puberty <clears throat> hits at least. Take take another hit of those smelling salts, too, on top of it. Mm. Do a double shot. Drink your bloody. Mm. Hey, this would be a <laughs> double shot. <laughs> oh here God, let me deep. uh i'll take a hit of that too I'll... oh got her nice catch uh a road dog is like a young <laughs> <laughs> did this actually come back alive <laughs> maybe just a little bit um uh a road dog is a young comedian who hits the road hitting uh small comedy clubs trying to make a living because usually comics, you know, they, they got like a home club. Like in L.A., it was always the comedy store. In L.A. Uh, <laughs> in New York, it was the comedy cellar. And then just the regular New York clubs. Uh, but you weren't a road dog until you hit the road and fucking went up the East Coast. Or There was different like... Uh, oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Your ass better call somebody! Yeah, so don't, don't watch this expecting it to be... A documentary about, about the road dog, dog Jesse, Jesse James, James and WWE's Degeneration X. It's me. It's me. It's that <laughs> D-O double G. Um, but so this is about a basically a a comic who never broke through, and he's always been a road dog comic. Uh, Doug Stanhope stars in it, basically doing a version of himself. Uh, but for my money, he's one of the funniest comedians that's ever walked the earth. This is from, uh, I think the early 2000s, uh, special that I picked a clip. Uh, I forget what it's about, but it's good because it's Doug Stanhope. So listen. I tried to record a CD last night and, uh, it was a non-smoking show. There's a little, <laughs> little edgy, <laughs> kind of uptight, but then again, the non-smokers. If you're going to be offended by a little cigarette smoke, I got a tit fuck joke that's going to blow your heart right through your rubber underpants. And I smoke three packs a day. Please hold. I'm smoking three packs a day in Houston. I live in L.A. Two years ago, they made it... Uh, Illegal to smoke in bars in Los Angeles where I live. Yeah, that sucks. But what sucks worse is in the last six months, they've gone that extra step in enforcing it. <laughs> they have big vice raids, vice cops going in undercover to bars now. Hiding in the darkness. Waiting for everyone to light up and then they spring out of the darkness and bust you. Dress up like a smoker tonight, Bob. We're going in undercover. Ooh. We might need backup on this one. Are there any vice cops in here? <laughs> you dicks. How do you do that for a living? I don't understand. I first read these stories and I think, don't you have real crime to fight somewhere? 
But then you think about it, vice cops don't fight real crime. That's not their job. Real cops fight real crime. Vice cops' only job is to fuck up the party. That's all they do. They bust you for having dope or having a titty dancer too close to you in a lap dance, going to smut shops, make sure you're not jacking off in a jack-off booth. You're a hero. You're a paid buzzkill, that's what you are. You know, the thing is, every vice is already a punishment in itself. There should be no such thing as a vice law. Every vice is only a bad habit, and the punishment is inherent in the act. You smoke cigarettes, you get cancer, you die. You don't need a ticket on top of it. I've done every vice there is, and they're all punishment in themselves. You gamble, you lose your money, the house has the edge. It's a punishment in itself. You watch too much porno, it diminishes your taste for the kind of girls who will actually fuck you. It's got a downside. I've done every vice that you can think of. I have drank till I couldn't remember my own name. I've done coke till my nose was bleeding like the fourth week of Lilith Fair. I didn't have to have someone tell me it was wrong afterwards. I figured it out all on my own. And I've had hookers before. I've had six, eight, fifteen hookers in my life. I never woke up the next day going, man, I'm glad I got a hooker last night. I'm a genius. You say I could have jerked off and saved $185. What was I thinking? I'm never drinking again. Now I gotta check my dick for spots for the next six months. To go to jail on top of that, that's double jeopardy. That's unconstitutional. You've had hookers before in your life, right, sir? Check with the guy at the end. He's the guy with all the good stories. There's one in every social circle. I'm it. He's it. I love the guys who say, You really fucked a hooker? You're a sicko, man. You're a loser. That's wrong and degrading to women. Aren't you the same guy who will sit in a bar and lie to chicks to last call, tell them any bullshit story you can come up with, just so you can fuck her and never call her again, leave her crying by a telephone that'll never ring, you're a great guy. But a guy who just really needs a blowjob meets a girl who just really needs 40 bucks, you'd think perfect couple, but no, someone's going to the pokey tonight. Because there's a vice cop out there. I'm a vice cop and I sleep good at night knowing that nobody's comfortably high and getting a reasonably priced piece of ass on my ship. I can't make everybody as miserable as me, but if I could just make a dent in this community. Do you watch Real Stories of the Highway Patrol? Do you know this? Do you know the show, Real Stories? I get violent watching that show. I'm chucking shit at my TV. You dicks! It's blatant police harassment that is passed off as entertainment. Middle America sitting around with their thumb in their ass. Good thing it's him and not me. <laughs> Could have been me last night. 
It's almost like police propaganda reels, as though the police department made this themselves. Because it's got that constant voiceover narrative. John Law is never wrong. Officer Bob will teach you not to question authority. It's... I'm serious. They, they bust people for nothing. They will always traffic stops. They pull people over for nothing because they fit a profile, which means you're not white enough today, or you look like the guy who's fucking his daughter. So he just trumps up reasons. I, we're going to pull this gentleman over to the side of the road up. See, he's only got three screws holding down his license plate, and technically it's supposed to be four screws. So we're just going to zip him off the side of the road here, rip off his doors and his hood, and we're going to pull his luggage out and strew it across the fucking highway. And we're going to sick dogs on him, and we're going to put microscopes up his ass. It's all just routine, see? They find a marijuana seed lodged under the catalytic converter somewhere and wrestle this poor son of a bitch to the ground. And then they have the propaganda scroll that comes up on your screen. If convicted, that marijuana seed could be grown into three plants with proper sunlight and fertilization. That's possession with intent to distribute. He could face 99 years in a penitentiary. But he won't. The reenactments are the best, where they show the real cop from the story. He's some triple chin southern pig with gravy coming out of his head. He says, oh, I remember that day we was in quite a pickle. <laughs> but the guy playing him in the reenactment is some young buff guy right out of Gold's Gym with a crew cut and a cape on, sun going down behind him, filmed like Clark Kent on a mountaintop. Do, 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 do. Voice over again, Officer Bob was doling out chocolates to the war orphans when the call came in. <laughs> he wasn't. He was rousting hookers for free hand jobs when the call came in. <laughs> Confiscating dime bags from high school kids and then getting high all by himself in the Kmart parking lot when the call came in. It's too many laws. Everything's illegal. They keep adding more things. They just keep making more and more shit illegal. And they never take any laws off the books. They should have ten laws in this country. That's a, a maximum of ten laws. That's all they should be allowed to have. And you vote on a 900 number. So you can be a fat son of a bitch and still be a productive member of society. You do, 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 do. Then you'd have all the laws everyone agrees on, like rape and murder and burglary and assault. And then you could have half a dozen of the little bullshit mix and match laws. Don't sell drugs and wear a seatbelt. Don't masturbate on the bus and put on a helmet. And then when you want to add a new one, you're going to kick the least popular back to the people. Okay, I can't smoke in bars anymore, but I can jack off on the bus again. That way only a certain fraction of people are getting screwed at any given time on a rotating basis. I'm, see, it's hard trying to clip something from Doug Stanhope because it's just a constant flow of streaming consciousness.
Like that's his stand-up. He doesn't have like here's a bit about you know flying or so that special. Yeah, that special was exactly that, that special was fifty minutes long. Yeah, that was just a ten-minute part so of it. So that special was called something to take the edge off, and that's what his uh, he had like a bass player in the background playing like bass guitar, and he he came up and he was like, "I'm hungover. This is whoever." He's like, "I'm Doug Stanhope. I'm hungover, and this is whoever played bass." He's just something to take the edge off. And that's what he named the fucking special that it's such a great special. But like in the background, like whenever he has he has a pause where he has to go take like a drink of yeah. his whiskey or something, you'll hear that bass player play like, you know, maybe a little something cooler and he'll turn around and be like, All right. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a pretty good special. Like I said, it's only it's less than an hour long, but it's good. It's called Something to Take the Edge Off. But go watch any of Doug Stanhope's stuff and definitely see the new movie. It should be out streaming everywhere now. Uh, it's called The Road so. Dog. Uh, I know it's on Amazon, uh, but he released it on Friday saying that it's available now. It was only, uh, like when it got released in theaters, it was only in a couple select theaters because it wasn't a big budget uh, movie premiere. So Yeah. Now it's available on streaming, so go check it out. I encourage it. All right. You got some, uh, you want me to do Would You Rather, or are you doing your facts? Uh, I'm doing the facts. I don't know. Do you want to change it up? Do you want to do your Would You Rather first? Well, since you're not prepared, unless you, unless I don't see the cards in front of you. Oh, you do have them. Well, what are yeah. you looking up that's so gosh darn important? Well, I was trying to find this one thing. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, I'll just go right to this first. <laughs> all right. So here we go. We got four of them for you, BD. We'll see exactly the percentage that you make. All right. Get your game face on, Brian. Butter makes everything better unless it's truffle butter. Truffle butter is slang for A, a combination of fluids from having anal sex and intercourse. B, the semen that leaks back out of a woman after sex. C, the wet part of a woman's underwear when she gets excited. Or D, when a man finishes on his partner's face and lets it dry. No, that's definitely the anal sex one. That's what you say is truffle butter? Yep. Truffle butter is, you You were wrong, by the way. What? It is C, the wet part of a woman's underwear when she gets excited. Uh, whoever made this is clearly wrong. I coined this term back in 1999. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Lil Wayne had a song called Truffle Butter with Jay-Z. All right. So they didn't date women with panties. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> they didn't have panties. They were like those Halloween sluts they just put out. All right, here it is. Second one. If you're thinking about climbing Mount Everest, you could use these landmarks as a guide. Dead bodies. Is it A, dead bodies of failed climbers? B, lost boots? C, surface paid to wait for people? Or D, random piles of shit from other climbers? Well, it's either dead bodies or random piles of shit from other climbers. What are you going to say? Flip a coin. Dead bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. You are right. That's right. Dead bodies are the landmark. All right. Number three. Well, I'll be damned. The first and uh, the first person and last person to die while, die while building the Hoover Dam had something else in common. Hmm? Is it A, they both were electrocuted, B, they were father and son, C, they were both women, or D, their bodies are still stuck in the dam? 
those are all like if you knew nothing about this those are all sound pretty good yeah but since i am a fan of waylon jennings in the highwaymen he mentioned uh his part in the song was about a man working on a dam and they became part of the dam in the cement so i'm gonna say that option whatever the last d was that there were bodies still stuck in the dam? Yep. You were wrong. Fuck! Waylon Jennings! <laughs> Do you want to just say, I mean... I'll take another guess. It was father and son. You were right. Yeah. Bam! Is that weird? That is fucking weird. Which probably would mean that they were working together at the time and... Well... It'd be just kind of weird were, that all of a sudden the father passed away, you know, died... Well, see, back in the day when they put out, like, uh, contract jobs like that, it was a family thing. So if they were both concrete workers working for the same union or working for the same company, yep. uh, you know, the father could have died at the beginning of the project and the son died at the end. Something like that. I mean, the Hoover Dam was a giant fucking project, so it probably took a year. Oh, yeah. So the father could have died at any point, you know, at the beginning of the project. A year later, when they're finishing up the project, the son dies or vice versa. Yeah. It's just kind of weird, so... All right, so here's the last one, BD. Right now, you've only got one correct out of three, so you're trying to get yourself out of to... three. Yeah. What was okay? We had the anal sex one, the dead bodies. You you said anal, so I got but it was... dead bodies right. Yeah, you got dead bodies, two... but you uh, yeah, you got the the uh, bodies. I eventually got them right, or the second <clears> one right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, going for fifty-fifty here. People who do this for more than six hours a day have a nineteen percent higher rate of death. Jack off. Is it A, play with their cell phone, B, hold in their pee, C, work on a computer, or D, sit? How much percentage? 19% higher rate of death if you do this for more than six hours a day. It's either sit or be on your phone more than six hours a day. Because you're distracted on your phone, and if you're doing it while you're driving, you're going to get in a crash, or you're just, you could fall into an open manhole in a city. You're looking at all the avenues. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, that's where the manhole covers are. Or when you sit for <laughs> six hours right. a day, you're sedentary, you don't get moving, you get artery problems. I'm going to go with the cell phone. Should have went with your second instinct. God damn it. Sit. You are, once again, 25%. So in the past two weeks, you have got yourself two out of eight correct, which makes you, in some terms, legally retarded. Damn it. I was doing so well for so long, you too. Were, I was getting 100%. But I think now that I'm starting to give you these... Is there like a hard pile or something that you picked out of now? Where all of them are viable options, whereas before there were two that were clearly yeah like ridiculous. The hard pile is trying to get a girl <clears throat> when she's sober. We should, we should have a rap group <laughs> called the Hard Pile. <laughs> oh boy, I think uh, that wraps about <laughs> wraps it up. <laughs> or you don't have any? You didn't have any? Would you rather? Didn't I do that already? No. Oh, I was just reading them to myself. Okay. That's funny. 
I was reading okay. to myself. Before you do that, here, I just wanted you to hear this because, God damn it, we love the Chappelle show. We did. And anyway, you know the Charlie Murphy Hollywood true stories. Charlie Murphy. Well, anyway, Charlamagne mm-hmm. just actually just did an interview, and wouldn't you know if the guy who was doing the interview asked Charlamagne if what really happened with the Prince story, if that was true or not. So, Charlamagne, a week ago, just had an interview, and this is exactly how it went. <clears throat> you wait to hear this. Yeah, with the whole basketball game. Yeah. Number one, how accurate was that? It was totally accurate to every <laughs> point of the whole story. Okay, so tell me, tell me from your point of view how that whole Prince... Eddie Murphy, Mickey Free, Charlie Murphy story yeah. kind of came together. Well, you got to understand, first of all, I had already won a Grammy for Eddie Murphy's movie, Beverly Hills Cop. So Eddie Murphy and I were friends. You know, I had been on the set of uh, Saturday Night Live as Eddie's guest before, and, and I knew Charlie and Uncle Ray and all of Eddie's crew. And so we used to go out all the time to this one hot spot in L.A., a few of them and uh, prince would always be there i'd have my little table prince has his table eddie murphy has his table uh, you know and we all used to talk and hang out and and stuff and prince would have people come up to his house after the clubs would close to hear new records to hang with him or whatever and i'd been there a couple times but on that particular night eddie murphy and his crew came and it it was prince and and i and at the time my wife, who was an actress named Terry Copley, and we were sitting there, and Prince said, let's play basketball. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and Prince's brother was with us, who was a huge, tall guy, basketball player. So we went out in Beverly Hills to the court. Eddie Murphy, Charlie Murphy, and Uncle Ray, me and Prince and Prince's brother, and those were the teams. And... Uh, I took the ball out, and Prince said, give me the ball back. And I was like, okay. And Eddie Murphy's looking at me like, oh, yeah, free. It's on. I'm like, because I, you know, I'm like, we're in our street clothes, bro. Remember, we just came from the club. Okay. So we're in our street clothes. So Prince said, give me the ball back. And I swear to you guys listening, wherever you're going to be, Prince took the ball, and it was like Michael Jordan after that, (laughs) shot after shot, like (laughs) nothing but net. And I looked at Eddie, and I was like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And after we were done, true story, Princess Cook, at the time her name was Randy, cooked us pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> blouses. True story. Okay. I mean, were you guys wearing blouses? Kind of? Sort of? Uh, hey, we had ruffles on the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? High heels? Prince had on high heels. I had some heels on, I don't think, but I'm 5'10 anyway. So Prince had his club clothes on. Yes, he had on probably six-inch heels playing ball. He was playing basketball in six-inch heels. Well, well, well. How's that even possible? Dude, he was doing that one step-back shot. He would be dribbling. You'd come up on it. He'd step back. (sighs) Nothing but net. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, that did seem too insane to make up, just the way he told that story. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I challenge you! <laughs> Game blouses. <clears throat> All right. Would you rather... Would you rather date someone who talks too much or doesn't hardly talk at all? I would say talk too much. 
You'd rather date someone who talks too much? Yep, because I'm afraid that if they don't talk at all, I don't know what kind of person they are. <laughs> yep, I get that completely. Good luck <laughs> trying to fall asleep at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, did you ever think about, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Johnny's or, home! Or you're like, or vice versa, and you're like, hey, what do you want to do tonight? And she just looks at you and shrugs. Right. <laughs> she doesn't so then you don't even know if you're doing yeah. anything right or not. Yeah, it would drive you insane. Right. You so just I, feel like everything you do is wrong, and then, because communication, no matter what, even if she does talk a lot, as long as you guys are somewhat communicating, mm-hmm. I guess it's, that's a integral part of a relationship yeah otherwise you drive yourself insane because you right. don't know what the fuck's going on oh i get that part <laughs> or or she could be like one of those where she doesn't say anything like around you but then when she's oh out, she talks to her friends like and she's just a, very talkative yeah that's fucked up oh no that i couldn't deal with ever next thing you know you find out you're bank account has been totally drained <laughs> your volkswagen beetle is gone <laughs> and the son of a bitch left you with one roll of toilet paper and took your fucking dog and you don't even own one <laughs> sounds like a country song know, right all right it's called moving to arizona <laughs> here's the last would you rather and okay. we'll wrap up the show all right this is one of those superpower would you rather's so it's having superpowers with like silly conditions added to it. So would you rather be able to fly, but you can only fly while playing the banjo? <laughs> and the faster you play the banjo, the faster you can fly. <laughs> okay. So, or right. would you ra- <laughs> would you rather have super strength, but only while yodeling? <laughs> So either flying while playing the banjo or having super strength while yodeling. So every time you yodel, you get super strength, or every time you ba- have so the banjo, you So are we like can... talking like yodeling like Jewel? No, we're talking fucking Swedish later hodison. <laughs> yep. All right, yeah, I can do that already. Yodeling, 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 yodeling. The price is right. <laughs> the fuck was the game called uh, what's an eclipse something no 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 it was oh uh, something matter the climb the matterhorn mm. god damn it what was the yodeling game on prices right everybody's yelling at you right now hollow so the right. game was called cliffhangers game it was called cliffhangers oh that's bullshit yeah should have had sylvester stallone i know right <laughs> i mean Imagine how strong this bitch was. I know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Enough, you cunt. This way, it's almost done. Quit it! God damn it, I hate you. Oh, she fell. All right. Uh, so super strength, but the only way to get super strength is yodeling, and the, the louder you yodel, stronger you become. Or if you play the banjo, you have the ability to fly, and the faster you play the banjo, the faster you can fly. I would take flying with the banjo. You can't hold on to anything because you're holding the banjo, though. So if you're planning to rob no, a bank. No, but are you constantly in flight? 
No, you just have the ability to fly when you're playing the banjo. So if you stop playing, you're going to fall out of the sky. Oh, that's Wow. And the other way you could have a getaway is you can only hold the banjo. Or put everything in a backpack. What happens if you were to punch the inside of the banjo and throw money in there and then fly away while... I mean, technically, as long as the strings are there. Now, are you dressed like Superman because you can stuff it then in your little red underwear tights? You can wear whatever you like. Oh, okay. So I could go in and out of a woman so fast. <laughs> what the fuck? She'd be like, what? Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're going to use your superpowers for rape. Uh <laughs> Well, unlike Jesus. that, unlike that woman who says she was raped by Trevor Bauer, um, I didn't hear that. I oh, thought yeah. you were going to say from the water park. In <laughs> your bad news story, <laughs> the water raped me. H two O, no. H two O, no. Oh yeah. Should we the call Kool-Aid that the man. show? H two O, no. <laughs> That's a good one. I know, right? Yeah. Huh? That I don't have to think of one later. H two O. No. Um, uh, but I mean, okay, so having stronger or having uh, the strength, but yodeling, you can mm-hmm. still have your hands to do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that. I'm going to go to uh, having uh, strength while yodeling because I feel like I could do some good then. Save somebody from under a car, but it'll be the worst rescue ever because you're like, hey, orly, orly, orly. <laughs> you pick up a car over, over somebody. <laughs> well, because if you look at it this way, let's just say that you tried to help humanity in a way right now. I know, but it, there's like one of those like in the movie where like the gate's coming down and it's like made out of fucking steel or concrete. And you're like, don't worry, guys, I got this. Yodly, yodly, yodly. <laughs> you just put your hands up and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm going to be the guy that holds all those hot cheerleaders and co- collegiate uh, cheerleaders. <laughs> you're going to have to fucking yodel a lot. <laughs> yeah, the bands- if you get, if, Oh, your your like kryptonite then is like laryngitis <laughs> or a bad cold. It's a lot better than it's a lot better than syphilis. All righty. <laughs> We'll wrap this one up. Uh, what do we got coming up for? We got the Bloody Mary crawl coming up. Yep. Uh, um, we got uh, Halloween parties too. Well, that's in a couple weeks. Yep. I'm trying to uh, think of next January week. is uh, support or uh, Blue Balls Month. Yep. Empty uh, them balls, ladies. Um, into your mouth. You won't get pregnant. Gentlemen, as always, hollow. Well, <laughs> we were just talking about that, though. Yeah. Alrighty. Until next time, we love you. Bye-bye. We'll get more sponsors. <laughs> and find somebody else to read some more romance. Right. Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders?